0: Fred Film Radio, Berlin International Film Festival, Germany. Fred Film Radio from the Berlin Alley. I'm here with Sam Freeman and Chunping, directors of Fam. Oh, Femme, I don't know. How do you say it? Femme?
1: You say it fair, we say Femme. It obviously, it's also the French word for it. Yeah, this is, where this is why I was confused. Okay. So,
0: uh, uh, well, it's not very easy to, to categorize your film because it could be sold as a revenge movie, but it's not just a revenge movie. It's much, much more. There are much, many more layers... Of narrative uh it's about acceptance self-acceptance about eight about and it starts from the gay bashing of this fantastic glorious drag queen and the transformation that is male persona is going has to go through after this attack uh he's very harsh the film is really harsh very director is no do you, you, you know i mean you're not making any kind of discount to us to the audience. So why did you choose that story? And why did you choose that specific
2: tone? I mean, first things first, you said that, you know, it's a revenge thriller, but it is so much more than that. I suppose we want to say that, you know, good genre films are also so much more than, you know, yeah. what they are. You know, it's the bad genre, the B-type the B movies that is just genre. You know, so I suppose we really set out to really play in a genre space and to make good genre that is something that has lots of layers, lots of you know, a nuanced character uh, development and lots of um, um, careful and rigorous layering in of uh, the themes that are important to us.
1: Yeah, I think we set out at the beginning and we came up with the idea we were really interested in exploring the phenomenon of heterophobia, which is something we both experience in as, as, as queer men. Um, or queer people really um which is the fear or the anxiety of being in exclusively sometimes aggressively heterosexual spaces and we i suppose in terms of what you're asking about the choice of genre and the style of the film we felt that formally taking this genre there is such it, which really is the domain of kind of like the hyper macho straight yeah. mad we look at these movies that the Safti Brothers, I mean, we love these movies. The Safty Brothers, the Nicholas Winding Reference, kind of classic Martin Scorsese. These are all about, like, bad butch men doing bad, bad things, but we kind of celebrate them for it. And so we wanted to tell that story, this queer story, but but use that genre to say something interesting about yeah. it. And we also wanted to make something that we would want to watch, that yeah. would thrill us, that would get our pulses racing, you know, tell the, hopefully tell a story that is also entertaining while... Maybe saying something about the world we live in as well.
0: Well, and it's entertaining in in the sense and that it keeps you there. Mm-hmm. You cannot. You, maybe you will love not to watch, but you cannot not watch. We love it. We love that. Which is, yeah, which yeah. is like that so. If this was the aim, you mm-hmm. perfectly nailed it. Uh, in the film, there is this evolution of uh, the of the victim that has tried. I mean, he has this kind of of uh, weird relationship with. With her perpetrator, his perpetrator, what and which is? we mean, we, we are already seeing that in many other movies, but in your film, as you took it to a different heights, thank you, and you went much more into the mind. I mean, it's not just that he wants to have revenge against this guy; he wants there is much more. There is more of a personal and uncomprehensible for him um, feeling around that. Uh, is there something that? came to your mind while you were writing because it was exactly the, 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 the mission of the film or how did it come, I mean, how did it come up in the as as an idea?
1: Um, I think that goes back to what Ping was saying about wanting to make a genre movie but kind of make sure that we were deepening it, that we were really creating characters and exploring them um, as, as as fully rounded human beings and we're not dealing with heroes and villains, we're dealing with two quite damaged people who were sort of trying to solve their damage. I I think the interesting thing about those two characters for us is that at the beginning of the film, they couldn't on the surface. They couldn't be more different from each other, but actually, and I think part of how that, how that relationship evolves is I think with Jules starts to realize actually how similar they are. They're both people who have had to fight to, for their stake in the world or to feel powerful in the world and, and are willing to do anything to take it back you know the, that attack that happens at the beginning I think when we're watching it we're going Jules don't say anything like you know when he calls him out this guy is is he's trying to hold on to his identity in front of his friends yes. and and Jules is you know he knows that there are these boys in the shop and actually the safe thing to do is to just take it and walk away but he can't because because Aphrodite this this performance that he's just given is about power and about about not taking any shit and it, it, you know, and that is sort of what propels them, this dynamic of neither of them being able to surrender.
0: Yeah, totally.
1: Um I
2: mean Oh
1: sorry. We start from a very simple
2: premise, isn't it? It is um making a revenge thriller. And so in making the film, in writing it and making it um, we search really hard for what that revenge is that is going to be emotionally satisfying, you know, in a film. And I think the way we search for the revenge is kind of also how Jules search for the right revenge, the 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 most powerful form of revenge that will make him feel satisfied that his power is regained. And it is from that very simple premise that that emerged the complexity. I guess we didn't go into it with complexity; we went into it with. As Sam was saying, you know, the seed idea of heterophobia, of finding yourself in a dangerous spit place, and then what do you do about it? And I think the complexity is emergent uh, 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 from that very simple premise of of what is the right form of revenge for Jules.
0: There was another issue that came that came to my mind watching the film, which is the the fact that a certain kind of macho idea that our society has. Build up, prevents men to accept their gayness, and they 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 become the, the 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 victim of themselves. You know, they have they hate themselves, so they put this hate on other people. And this is uh, something that the film depicts very well, which is something that seems not to be solvable in terms of of teaching people to love themselves. You know. And and the character that, I mean, that George McKay plays is exactly this. He cannot, it's stronger than him. I mean, he's bigger than himself. He cannot do anything about that.
2: Um, yeah. Um, in making this film, we were, f- it was very clear to us that we didn't want to s- stick with binaries. You know, gender identity, uh, binaries, sexuality, binaries. And it is characters like Preston who feel imprisoned by binary thinking that causes them so much suffering. Um and you say that um um it seems insoluble or unsolvable and we definitely did not make a film to solve No 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 of it. course yeah. No no of course, we are, it, of course, it's, it's just a start it's just a start of thing. But um Sam was just um telling
1: me the did I tell the story of the Oh no! I was just saying. I mean, I hope. I uh, I hope that we are moving forward. I was I was just talking with a friend, talking with a, a friend recently. He was talk, telling me a story about how the, the daughter was sat at home being really grumpy because she wasn't on a, a school ski trip, and her best friend, this boy, was there, and he'd met a boy. They're eleven, and they're boyfriends now. You know, she was, he's been sending her pictures, and she's like really into it, but she's so jealous she can't be there. And you know, it was like I I felt quite sort of. You hear stories like that, you feel happy and you, you feel quite emotional because it's so different from what we had to deal with when we were younger. And so I hope, you know, I hope with, um, kind of queer programming kind of m- moving into the mainstream. I mean, stuff like Drag Race and yeah. it's kind of Netflix teen queer dramas that we, we are, these things aren't. They're out in the world and people are watching them and enjoying them and taking something from them and thinking about them and actually, hopefully, incrementally, we are making a change. Yeah, the baby steps. <laughs> babies.
0: Let's talk about the filmmaking, because the filmmaking is really, is really great. It's, Thank you. It, the film sa- looks like a movie in terms of thought, of, of, a, of a construction, of aesthetics, and of all the mixture of these elements much more than many other movies that i saw actually to be honest thank you very much so how did you work on that which was your aesthetic or stylistic idea you were aiming to if there was any i don't
1: know um i mean those films we were talking about when we when we said we wanted to flip that genre we did we looked at those films again and looked at (laughs) we looked at the colors and then we looked at that kind of handheld quite visceral photography and we really wanted to reference that here and, and put that lens on a queer character because that to us felt like something that we didn't feel like we were seeing enough of and that we re- that we really enjoyed and excited us. Um, and I think, so yeah, in terms of sort of the, the kind of the, the colors of it and the pace and the movement of it, it we, everything is dynamic. The camera is rarely static. It's always kind of moving. James, <laughs> we were constantly just like no you've got to hold it uh but maybe he's just sit there. Yeah. But, but they were like no 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 strap the camera under
2: james and push him onto <laughs> into the
1: sea i mean he's really a master of finding character and finding performance and, and doing a dance with the actors um which is part of what's so amazing about james um and that really helped us in our in our other kind of big aim with how we were shooting it was to make it a very subjective film it, everything is about how jules experiences the world when are we looking at jules and often actually we're not looking at anything else unless jules is looking at something else so we're not seeing what he's not seeing we're always with him we're not ahead of him to really try and again we're talking about making a film about heterophobia we would we we would love it if an audience maybe a straight audience or watching it feeling the anxiety that jules feels that might not be a specific anxiety that they would mm-hmm. normally experience because that's that's part of bringing empathy
0: and i noticed another thing sorry if i interrupt you okay i noticed that every the only very wide wider shots on jules are where well she is aphrodite so she is mm-hmm. when well, she is that powerful woman the mm-hmm. powerful entity and that it really, it, it works. I mean, it gives the drag performance uh, an, another level of strength mm. that she, that he doesn't have when he's, mm. boom, when he's a guy. So this is it's really,
2: clever. I mean, I, I'm really glad that you noticed that because, um, we were, you will notice that in the film, there are very few, if any, establishing shots. Mm. So we never, the audience never arrive at a place before Jules. We always discover the, discover the world through jewels. So, by that was kind of scary, you know, in making that decision because you know once you're in the edit, we were like, oh my god, if what if we are confused about where he is? But we made the choice and we stuck to it. And um, so when we do have wides, as you so beautifully put um, in the drag show, we show the the joy and size of the world, but and in the, the, and the the powerful, you the, know, the power of the world. And, right. and even that is not an establishing shot because this is what Jules is, 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 is feeling, he's feeling the size of his world, you know, and the next shot that we are really proud of is just after the attack. And she's just really tiny in a wide shot on, on, on an empty street. And that again, is not, Establishing, it's not giving objective information. It is, it is him feeling so alone, you know, in the dark. So every time we go into a shot, be it wide or close or handheld, we are always guided by our principle of: is this how Jules will experience? Which makes the
0: thriller part and the much more effective.
2: Yes, so we're very thrifty with yeah. information, you know. Exactly. You know, your, your, your field of vision is always very, very um, limited, so you don't know what is coming around the corner.
0: Well, thank you very much. Thanks a lot for the film. Thanks a lot for this conversation. Thanks a lot to Sam Freeman and Chong Ping for the film Femme at the Berlinale. I'm Angela Sherby for FRED, the Festival Insider.
2: FRED
1: Film Radio 24-7 on FRED.FM and smartphone apps.